It is a time of civil war among Star Wars fans. The Last Jedi, once thought to be the best Star Wars film yet, has split the audience. Some believe that is the best film since The Empire Strikes Back, pushing the Star Wars franchise to new places. Other fans believe it was an insult, and the worst of the series, both believe they are the true fans. With this audience reaction, two podcasters will now give their opinion on the film in an attempt to restore peace and order throughout the galaxy, but will probably just make things worse. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this special episode of Comment Section. We're going to talk about the controversial, I would say, episode of Star Wars, The Last Jedi, which came out in December 2017. And here's the thing. There's going to be spoilers. There's going to be, it's a spoiler podcast. It's going to be all spoilers. And just, I'm going to spoil it right oh now. God. I am going to spoil it right oh now. God. So if you don't stop listening, it's going to be spoiled. Oh Do God. you hear me? It's going to good. good, good. Oh God. Luke is not the father and Snoke dies. Well, that was a waste of two years of build-up. Absolutely. Yes, such a controversial So can we just movie. say that this movie sucks? Yes. Absolutely this, terrible. It was like Jar Jar came it and ruined, decapitated Luke Skywalker and my childhood died. <clears throat> that being said, um, and it was completely serious. So, uh, so let's get started. When... <laughs> Originally, we did not plan on doing a special yeah. dedicated to the last it's, Jedi. It's the controversialness. Uh, the, the controversialness that, is that, what brought it up. That we were, by the way, making fun of a bit at the beginning there, um, and not entirely sincere about. And uh, we're going to go through some character development absolutely. in this because I don't think we can make this a whole episode. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, well, Wait, there's there's always rabbit hole uh, possibilities now, in, in comment section. I episodes. thought that our end of the year thing was going to be a little ten minute section, and it ended up being two very long episodes. <laughs> so, um, yep, this has happened you before. You never to me. know. It's almost we can't even say. We I mean, we were already just talking for two minutes about yes. uh, about this. So so let's... before we start. Mm-hmm. I because we we like to try and keep like a little bit of a uh, format sometimes. Yeah. I did want to ask because for Justice League and Spider Man Homecoming, we talked about our introduction oh, to the right. franchises. Yeah. So, what was your introduction to the Star Wars franchise? Uh, the Phantom Menace. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh well, my god. Well, I might have okay. I, I don't remember the There time. are gonna be some commenters who are just like that explains a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, but no, the thing is I never liked the Phantom Menace that much. It was just that it came out in nineteen ninety eight? Ninety nine. Ninety nine. So um it was a time like I didn't have a, the chant like I I was six years old in ninety nine. I might have been five depending on when in the year it came out. I think out. it came out in May. I probably was five years old, but I saw it in theaters. Um, really? Yeah, I saw the Phantom Menace in theaters. I actually more I I I have more specific memories about so, that than anything even. Um, what made you decide to go see the Phantom Menace? If I think, you hadn't seen the original trilogy, I, the, first. I'm not positive if I haven't seen it. It's just a little more like, was I just shown the Star Wars movies when I was five years old? I'm not sure. I don't remember. So my, but I do remember specifically seeing the Phantom Menace. I, and I even remember at one point, uh, you laughed at Jar Jar's antics. Um, well, actually, that is funny because 
I almost kind of remember, even at being so young, it almost felt like they're trying to make a character <laughs> for the, the kids a little insincerely. But um, but no, it was, it was hard to not... Ju- I mean, there was also a part of me that, you know, Jar Jar was silly and funny. <laughs> you know? I was five. <laughs> but no, I mean, and now it's like my... To be fair, the animation on Jar Jar looks great i mean it's it's good i remember it's at good, the time it's good motion capture for yeah. sure and I, I thought, it looks pretty bad now well i'm i'm talking about at the time yeah and i also thought that even though people don't like the character i thought you know the actor did a good job yeah i mean it's, it's not he didn't write the script not did you hear the rumor what's who was originally gonna be jar jar no michael jackson oh my god Qui-Gon, we still need help. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. But, well, okay. So that was just kind of, I mean, really, it didn't, I was too young to be absorbing what Star Wars is. It was a little later towards the end of the prequel trilogy that I definitely remember going back and watching the originals. So and, it was after? But I, that's the thing, I don't totally remember when I first saw the original trilogy, I just, I definitely remember seeing it around the time that um, Revenge of the Sith came out. But I, I probably saw it before that, but I'm just bad at remembering my past. All I can confirm is that I, even as a kid, I remember loving the original trilogy way more than the prequel trilogy, but liking Revenge of the Sith a lot because that was a, l- a little more towards the point because I was probably re- closer to like 11 years old or so um, where it was a bit more, like I was a bit more equipped to really like Star Wars. Then after the prequel trilogy was over and people, in the, at least in the mainstream, stopped talking about Star Wars, I stopped caring about Star Wars, honestly. And it took until <laughs> it coming back with The Force Awakens for me to actually consider myself a Star Wars fan. So that, right off the bat, is probably a reason for a lot of people to stop <laughs> listening to this podcast I'm because done. I'm a fake fan. <laughs> but, yeah. That's really it. Is And I remember around, before The Force Awakens coming out and it being announced, I was just, it, to me, I was like, I'm not a Star Wars fan. Like, I just didn't, I wasn't looking forward to it all that much. But then, like, a month or two before it came out, I was like, okay, let's go back. Let's watch this original trilogy that I haven't seen in, like, ten years and then I was just, I was hooked. So, I'd just forgotten, The I secret guess. origin <laughs> of a Star Wars fan. Yeah. So, growing up, you know, I knew about Star Wars. I knew what Darth Vader looked like. And I, I, I just didn't care. I was a very small, small, close-minded kid. <laughs> a small-minded kid sounds worse. I was a very <laughs> close-minded kid who just like, eh, I don't care. Yeah. But, <laughs> my earliest memory of Star Wars, and this is such a stupid memory. Yeah is at Chuck E. Cheese. You know how you can get the tickets and you get a prize? Yeah. I remember seeing in the glass case they had a toy C-3PO and toy R2-D2. I was like, hey, look, it's actually a nice prize, but that's a lot of tickets. Yeah. And I had never watched the movies. I was just like, hey, look, they actually put some effort in it this time. You know, like how on the back wall they had the nice stuff. but Yeah. <laughs> you, you were, like, stuck with the little green army man. Right. Or you could get the... Uh, squirt gun but so um i i knew about but i didn't really care and just because i thought the characters looked cool i ended up buying some of the toys during attack of the clones in 2002 and then so my uncle had the vhs 
of the trilogy. So I was Star Wars was this was during Attack of the Clones. Pe- yeah, like I remember the advertising for the fan mess. I just like I don't care. <laughs> so I said, you know, I'll just watch it. And I, and I really liked it, and but I didn't care about the prequels. Like I just yeah. I saw and the I think trailer. It was, I think it was pretty hard for exactly our generation of just being born where we were children where the prequels were coming out yeah maybe it soured our taste of star yeah. wars for a long time i don't know do we do you know anyone like our age who's like a, who at before the current movies was die hard honestly like i know more people who didn't care about star wars until I think recently the prequels might have heard it for us. I, I really think yeah. that we're in the wrong generation <laughs> luckily we've it mostly came back come to see the light so I didn't care about the prequels and ended up being talked into watching The Phantom Menace. And I wasn't really into it, but I decided to just give the prequels a chance. So that Christmas, Christmas 2002. Yeah, that's when, yeah, that's when I've been. I got the Star Wars trilogy on VHS. And for those of you just wondering, which, one, which, which, which version was it? <laughs> it's the one where there's... It's one that would have come out, and it had a little bonus feature at the beginning of New Hope for Attack of the Clones. It's the one advertised in the first uh, X-Men movie, which I guess they just add that fan- that Attack of the Clones thing. But on one side, you have C-3PO's half-face with the droids at the bottom. Other side, you see Darth Vader with some of the ships. Other side, you see Yoda, and at the bottom, it's... um. It's really cool. I'd bring it out, but most of you are probably just listening to this, so it's not worth it. <laughs> so, and I also got Attack of the Clones on DVD. And this this should say something. I watched the original trilogy so many times when I got that. Yeah. But I never got all the way through Attack of the Clones <laughs> <laughs> until three years after I got it on DVD. Yeah. So I, I just didn't care. And and here's here's the thing. I eventually bought the fan mess on VHS and decided that instead of just watching watching the trilogy, which I had done over and over and over, yeah. I was going to watch all of them. And I did it once, and I ended up not watching Star Wars again for the next eight <laughs> years. <laughs> so I didn't care about it again. Even in 2012, I think it's when they announced that Disney was going to purchase Lucasfilm and they were going to make Star Wars Episode Seven. I was just like, I don't care. And then the thing that actually got me like to care again was they had that one that one really cool trailer for The Force Awakens. I think it was the last one they did. Where yeah. uh it's not the Chewie We're Home one. It's I I'm pretty sure it's the last one. It's There's the one just that amazing w- trailers for it. Yes, <laughs> and I watched the trailer. It's the one where um Hans t- is talking to Ray and Finn. And he says, like, um, it's real, all of it. It was that yeah, trailer. That I, was the one I that it. I was just like, I'm getting a little curious. Maybe I should yeah. bust out the VHSs. And on that topic, I also think the Last Jedi trailers are some of my favorite trailers ever. Yeah. I don't know, I was, they hyped me up so much. So, and then I was just like, you know what? I like these movies, but I'll just wait until it's on Blu-ray just to watch Force Awakens. But then I heard that The Force Awakens was going to be the biggest opening Weekend of all time, because this was big. Yeah. I mean, we're never going to have another opening as big like that I mean, there's again. there's still... It's still the second highest grossing movie ever, isn't it? Uh, no, it's third. Third? Okay. <laughs> still, third <laughs> highest grossing movie ever. Two that, billion. That's a great... That's that's like on the Olympics. They're still yeah. there. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I remember people just like, oh, man. 
it's third. That's a failure right there. Yeah, that's a failure. Two billion dollars <laughs> only. Two billion dollars. Oh. oh, JJ, what have you done? <laughs> More like Jar Jar yes, Abrams. Jar Jar Abrams. Yeah. So um, I decided I was going to go see it just because I wanted to be a part of this. Because yeah. it was good. His- I- historic. It would take Star Wars being gone again for another 30 years. And to, we'll never have something like that again. Yeah. <laughs> where it's gone for 30 years and you bring back the original cast. So went to it, really liked the film, and then I cared again. <laughs> so once again, because we want to drag this out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Before going to see the Last Jedi, what were your expectations? Well, how did you? How excited? Well, were you? this is the this is kind of the interesting thing about it is that um, for the Force Awakens, I was really excited, but I wasn't like a proper Star Wars fan yet. And then for this, I was like, it was my most anticipated movie of the year, so it was a very different experience. I went on the opening night, which I've yes. n- I've like <laughs> never done for a movie before. So I was you obviously. You didn't want the Han Solo thing yeah, happening. Oh yeah, that's right. The, the, and spoilers for the Force Awakens too, as if like why? Okay, but yeah. If you but, cared, you would have watched um, it. Yeah, before I saw it in some random place, someone said that Han Solo dies right before I saw it. And it was only I saw it only a few days after it opened, so I didn't want it to happen again. <laughs> I didn't want it to happen again, so I saw it opening night. <clears throat> So, yeah, I, I was really looking forward to this movie. It wasn't, like, my top movie I was excited for. Obviously, it was between Justice League and Spider-Man Homecoming. And then, you know, I saw that last trailer. Once again, the last trailer is always the best one. There was the, that, My favorite one, one is was, the one where it's, like, uh, uh, I need someone to show me my place and all yes, this. Yes, that and was the one where I was just like, ooh, I'm getting excited now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So they didn't have they the, the thing that makes those like my favorite trailers is all the subversion. It's like <laughs> it's just messing. You with know you. what though? That wasn't really when you look back. That wasn't really that false marketing because she does go to him and yeah, but um he she's talking to Luke and not I know, Kylo but Ren. It, it's, but they but it's, it's true not though. Lying. It, is, it, it is true though, but yeah, it, it it paints it slightly differently at least. But yes, the abbreviated so, version. Yeah. So, do we want to get into our review or talk about the split? Well, yeah, I guess we can say a little that uh, part of me just wants to uh, just ignore the split <laughs> and act like this is just in just just in just 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 love this movie. That's all I want to do. But yeah, the truth is, it's very controversial. You I mean, were the one who told me. Yeah, and I was I, just like oh. we recorded a comment section. Uh, it was the. The day after the premiere, right? Or, I think it was the Friday. So, so I would have seen it you Thursday, saw it Thursday night. night. And so I was, so I was like, uh, I, I was like, it's actually really like split and controversial. And then like, yeah, the the audience score is down in the sixties by then, and it's well. Like, to be fair, that was sabotaged. <laughs> that yeah. Just like they yeah. want to do with Black Panther. Yeah, Those no, yeah, sad, absolutely. Uh, sad, pathetic people. That, that's why I audience scores are like. There's also on like Metacritic the user score. All that stuff is stupid because <laughs> there's no zero out of ten movie. There is, but not. You know, it's not that common <laughs> for there to be a zero out of ten movie or something like that. So, just yeah. Just angry people, but you know that's who are the, voting multiple times. Yeah, and th- that's the thing is, but th- this is a movie that spawned that. 
the Force Awakens didn't spawn that. So the, the I mean, yes. I mean, a lot of people don't like the Force Awakens these days, but it still, it didn't cause. Although I have heard a little bit of a change after after uh, Last yeah, Jedi. Yeah, yeah, because people were they ruined what yeah, JJ no. was saying. Up <laughs> before um, the Last Jedi came out, I kept seeing people saying like, "Hopefully, Ryan Johnson can clean up this mess." <laughs> and now people are saying. Hopefully J.J. Abrams can Remember, clean up this everyone mess. Everyone <laughs> wanted to do episode nine. Yeah. Everyone was just like, we're going to get J.J. But Ryan's a genius. Yeah, they were then saying they that. Then they watched it. And they're just they're, like, oh, J.J. I, I, and here I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> here I am hoping he still gets that full trilogy. Um, <laughs> well, but, I mean, this is a box office success, so. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> it will be interesting, though, how... You know, whenever that first movie of his trilogy comes out, how the opening weekend is for that. Yeah, and uh, that'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the, the reaction confuses me, and we'll get into uh, a lot of the reasons. At the same time, I get it because there are, uh, you know, but uh, I, I am. We are later going to get into a lot of the complaints and my thoughts on the common complaints. Just kind of like browsing the internet and me seeing like oh these are some of the very common complaints on this movie like since like it's a very very polarizing movie um a lot of people who hated it i kind of took a lot of their general complaints and i want to comment on them it is comment section yes it is so just real quick without giving like a whole thing just some quick thoughts about your reaction to the last jedi this is kind of the thing oh before we forget one of your uh, top three movies from our special has been nominated for Best Picture. Get Out. Yes. It's, I've, I actually, I was expecting it to get snubbed on Best Picture. I knew it was probably going to get nominated for some Academy Awards, but Best Picture, I hope it wins. It'll be, it would be the first horror movie probably since Silence of the Lambs in like 92 or something like that that has won a Best Picture. And I think it deserves it. So I'm really excited about Getting Out. Get, getting Out. Getting Out. <laughs> get Out. The sequel, Getting Out. I'm a little disappointed Disaster Artist had nothing, so Tommy can't go. Yeah. Um, there was a Best Adapted Screenplay for the Disaster Artist. Did but... you see at the Golden Globes he tried to take the microphone away and try <laughs> oh, to speak? Oh, I, I heard about that. Yeah. So, so my um, initial oh, reaction? Because we haven't done an episode. Have you seen Coco? I haven't yet. Oh. I'm going to soon, but oh. I just... I, uh, well, yeah. A shame that you're not seeing the top five Pixar movies. Yeah, I need to because I know I'm gonna love it. There's just no way. I there, there's no way I'm not. But okay, yes. My my initial reaction to the Last Jedi is what we're talking about, like the, going to seeing it the first time, basically. So I saw, like I said, I saw it opening night, and it, and I so there was no, there were no, <laughs> we we lost a Mountain Dew. It fell oh, over. God. Um, a lot has happened in the last few minutes. <laughs> it's a very chaotic episode here, just like the reviews for The Last Jedi. Um, so, I was... Is one of them opened, or...? I, I, I started drinking this one. Okay. So, there were no other opinions for me to work on when I first saw it. I was seeing it for the first... Like, one of the first people to see it, just percentage-wise. Obviously, there are tons of people seeing it, but... Um, so I had no idea how people were going to react, but the funny thing was I, there were parts where I was just giddy thinking this is the best. Like, I was just like, this is such a good movie. And then I was walking out of the theater, like people are going to love this. (laughs) 
<laughs> he was skipping out of the theater. Guys, we've done it. Star Wars is officially back. I literally, like, I think there, there are people acting like people must have really had to try hard to like this. Like, you, you know how people are. When people like things, sometimes people who didn't like it are like, like, like those people are lying to themselves or like they're just fanboys or, or just, but like. I love Star Wars, but I'm not the biggest fanboy ever. I just saw the movie, and I was genuinely like, that was great. There was nothing to complain about. It was amazing. And I was just like, like, like I was in the car just thinking about, and that part was so awesome, and that part was so awesome. And I get home and look at the reviews, like the audience reactions, and like in only hours after the opening, and just like, Huh? <laughs> You're like one of those kids who like writes a book report. <laughs> so like I believe in this and then they get home, go on the on school's website, check the grades and just like F what yeah, is this? Uh, yeah, so Yeah, that was I was uh I was confused. <laughs> and the second time I saw it, I was kind of like I mean, there was some guy next to me actually like going what? <laughs> like, I, like there was one part where he audi- he audibly went, "What?" Like, you kind of told a story about a guy who was during doing the that, Simpsons movie. Yeah. He had no sense of humor about I anything. Know. Like, there was like he was, "What?" And I, I, I was just like, "Wow, I don't understand you." Like, it, it's just, it's fine. Like, so yeah, I'm not on the same page. <clears throat> but I was that guy during Man of Steel. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, sometimes, sometimes you got to be like that. But sometimes you just—I don't like every movie. But like as I said in a previous episode, my heart is basically a, a critic tomato meter, and I basically <laughs> have no soul. Um, uh, but I would like to say I genuinely liked this. I'm not forcing myself to like it. So, so forcing myself. Oh yes. Uh, so do you have? You see, you say like you don't get angry, upset movies. There's never been like a movie uh, of a franchise where it enrages you. Like I feel like I am dead inside. I feel like I don't normally get so attached to like like franchises that it like irks me that they like ruined it or something. Like a lot of Star Wars fans are, but I think the most I would get is just kind of being like, "This isn't good." Like I like I like I'll be a little disappointed, but I probably wouldn't take it much further than that. Like I said that there was there was a movie earlier this year where I went and I I was the first it was it was weird how we talked about a lot of these things in earlier comment section episodes. Like, have you ever walked out of a movie? Have you ever wanted to have like and I didn't have any worst <laughs> movies of the year. But then early in January this year, <laughs> I saw the new Insidious movie, and um, there was a moment where I was like. I don't want to watch this anymore. And I, I didn't walk out, but I was just like, I'm, I was, I was bored and kind of disappointed in it. So it happens. So, but, uh, I, I wasn't angry. I wasn't like, they ruined the franchise. <laughs> not that I'm like, not that anyone in the world cares about insidious that much for, but, um, except for that one guy. <laughs> you jerk. This is my franchise. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to, to that guy. So, um, you know, maybe I'll start with kind of, um, my thoughts because I'll I'll start my thoughts on disappointing movies. So as we know, I did not have a very good time last year with a certain (laughs) web swinger. There's a, there's a certain episode where you can hear more about that. Yes. Although if I want to be a little positive, I can say one positive thing that gives me hope. Yeah. I looked on Wikipedia and it. I don't want to jinx this. Oh, God, I don't want to <laughs> jinx this. 
it looks like the voice of Suit Lady is not in Avengers Infinity War. Okay. Which, if she's not there, gives me... Suddenly, I'm, I'm like... I'm, a, I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah, hold on to hope. Yes. I am. So, before we talk about... Um, I talk about the controversy. Right. I thought t- I'd talk about... You know, some people put Star Wars on such a pedestal. And I thought I'd say, you know what... I understand what these guys are going through. Yeah. Because as I mentioned earlier, I did not have a good time last year with a certain web swinger. Yeah. And you guys can all hear it in mm-hmm. a special episode. About so, a certain web swinger. Yes. Yeah. Um, who didn't really web swing. <laughs> so, um, 2012. The, yep, I remember that year. Yes. Um, it was the year of our graduation. Absolutely. And yet, there was something more important yeah, that in summer, my life. That summer. That summer. July 20th, 2012. Absolutely. Counting down my Facebook post um, for the new year. Some people were just like, oh my god, guys, we're going to graduate this year. Mine was, oh my god, seven more months until the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> yeah. I just remember, because we waited four years for that movie. So, Batman is like such a... That is... Well, some people put Star Wars on pedestal. Batman is That's my your pedestal. That is my That's pedestal. Your pedestal. So I was so excited for this movie. And I go in watching it. Yep. And I'm so excited. I've waited so long. And it's it's been something we've been talking about for years. Like I, I think you're the one who told me about the title. Yeah, I remember that because so. you check it every day to see if they announced anything. <laughs> every and then I was like, oh, they did. Yeah, it's called The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> and like, I didn't realize oh, how short of a window it must have been <laughs> to me finding out first. <laughs> so I remember going to this movie so excited. And I, I'm watching it. And I, I've said this before, like, just watching it and just that crushing feeling. There, there's a, a moment where you're trying to be like, oh, man, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be yeah. awesome. And then there's that <clears throat> moment. For, for me in the Dark Knight, it was that specific moment where the second time he falls down <laughs> the stupid hole. I'm just like, because I was just like, okay, there's no way this is going to be as good as the Dark Knight. Yeah. And I'm watching, I'm just like, okay, this isn't as good as Batman Begins. But at the time, my least favorite was Batman Returns, where, um, you know, because they take, the villain is almost, like, takes over the movie. Yeah. It's my least favorite. It, at the time, it was my least favorite. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm watching it, and I'm just like, no, it's still good. It's just not, you know, it's not as good as Batman Returns. And I'm watching it, and as he falls, the second time, this is a movie I waited 40 years to see, <laughs> and so Batman climbing out, climbing out of an effing hole! You know what would have been more entertaining? Him trying to find the grapple gun and fighting his way out. No, it's him climbing out of an effing hole. <laughs> and you know what? No one bothers to stop him. It's just like, well, he's gone, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, the elevator's out of order. That's it. And the second time he falls, I'm just like, oh my god, this this movie sucks. <laughs> this is not a good movie. And then, but I'm just like, oh, maybe they'll, maybe they'll fix it. Maybe they'll fix it. And then it's the end, and there's two big things where it's just like, it is such a bad movie. And then there's two things that go completely against the story of Batman. Like two middle fingers right in my <laughs> face to where I'm just like, you know what? 
middle finger right back at you, movie. <laughs> it was the moment where we, where um, the cop is talking to the receptionist, and she says, "Why don't you use your legal name, Robin?" And just like, that's it. <laughs> I've been waiting all this time for Robin, and this is this this is the crap they pull. And then um, we find out that Bruce decided to be a jerk, and he fixed the autopilot the whole time. So the whole time, just like the autopilot, like you lying a hole, and he just he just is like, "Goodbye, Gotham. You are on your own." <laughs> I could throw my popcorn at the screen, and then I'm just like in disbelief, like, "What is this?" <laughs> and then it goes because when you watch it, it's like you see Joseph Gordon-Levitt on the thing. And he's surprised because, you know, Batman left Gotham in the hands of some guy who doesn't know what he's doing. And, that's, and the shock is, oh, crap, this thing is moving under me. So, And then it goes, done, the Dark Knight Rises. And you hear the credits. And I'm sitting there just in shocked silence over what I've just... Because it wasn't just like... And the whole movie, I can't... I can't... I honestly can't say anything redeemable about that movie. I'm just sitting there just like my god what did they do <laughs> yeah and um my my parents turned to me and go so what did you think and i'm just like in shock over my god no <laughs> <laughs> so and like the rest of the night i was just like in shock silence of it was like the five stages of grief yeah it was um <clears throat> What a, remind me of the five stages of grief. Um, so okay, so this will be a brainstorming podcast trying to remember them. Um, uh, Depression. There, uh, there's there's okay, so there's denial and acceptance Den- and bargaining. Okay, okay, okay. Right. I don't know the order, but denial. Yeah. I remember just being like waking up the next morning and just wondering, did that happen? Did I make that up? Because yeah. there's no way that a movie that bad exists. Yeah, <laughs> but then it did. Depression. I'm just like, oh my god, this is what we got. Because when you have that, you get you feel cheated. Anger is another I was one. Pro- oh yes, there was a lot <laughs> of anger. I felt cheated. I was just like, I didn't get a Batman movie. I was promised a Batman movie, and I didn't get one. Yeah. So, um, what what we said? We said I don't know the order. There's bargaining. Bar- still. Oh yes, I went back. Two times in the theater, trying to <laughs> like it, and okay. you know what happened? It got worse. Yep. <clears throat> and we didn't get acceptance for a long, long time. And just like you know what, it sucked. <laughs> yeah. So I, I to describe it is such a horrible moment when you because you get cheated out of a movie. You are terrified of what are they gonna do now. Yeah. Like, what is next? They have just destroyed this thing. And you, you're scared of what's going to happen next. And let's see, what else is there? And you just you die inside. It's just, it is not fun to be on the side of hating a movie yeah. so much. It is a horrible, horrible feeling. So I totally get Yeah. the guy. Look, I'm not a diehard Star Wars fan, but I, I get... What they're what they're coming from? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, you remember? Uh, I re- remember I was 
I remember Facebook messaging you, telling you right away I hated this movie. Yeah. So I mean, he can prove it wasn't. I wasn't like, oh, this movie is awesome, and then like other people finally yeah. realizing I was, I was the original hater. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but I, I can say this, and also I will. I, the movie is so bad. I couldn't watch Batman Begins with the Dark Knight for two years without thinking <laughs> of how they were ruined by this movie. So, I mean, obviously now in my mind, I, I separate them. Yeah. But I will say this. To give a little bit of hope, because sometimes that's all you need. Mm-hmm. Eventually, well, once after I saw that movie... It made the other movies more special. Yeah, because you don't you, get you take Batman for, movies like that. You all take the time. for granted. Uh, you take for granted how great those other ones are. <laughs> is is the same thing happened for me after Spider Man Homecoming? Like I rewatched the five movies. I <laughs> thought it might be best to skip Civil War to like to separate. You know, in my mind, separate them. Yeah. So I just it made. Did Don't... I mention that I've seen Civil War now? You have? I guess I didn't mention it. Oh, it did was great. See, did you see Winter Soldier? Um, no, just Civil War. Oh, it's so. I, good. I, I. Even though I still like Spider Man Homecoming, I get where you're coming from now. Where yes. I'm like, man, Spider Man was awesome in that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Civil War is my favorite MCU movie. Yeah. Oh, I meant to say this. I meant to say this. I know we're going off topic, but you guys knew what you're getting <laughs> it's into. It's the rabbit hole. So, it's here. This is it. Um, so my Civil War is my favorite MCU movie. Where yeah. does it rank for you? It, it's like up there. It, I always like to let some time uh, between just so I can kind of see where it sits in retrospect. But it, it'd be in my top five. Civil War is like a movie I went to see <clears throat> and did everything I wanted and more. Like, yeah. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> um, I, I, oh, my God. Basic, so I'm re-watching the Marvel Cinematic Universe to get yeah. prepared for Black Panther. And I don't do it the way other people do it. And that is kind of one reason why I watched it, to prepare for Black Panther. And I was at, very glad I did, because I did not know just how much Black Panther stuff there is in that movie. Yes. I feel like there's four... Maybe you'll disagree. I felt like there were four main characters, two leads and two sides. Cap, yeah. Iron Man, and then the two sides were Spidey and Black Panther. I, I, I definitely agree with Black Panther being one of the... Spidey wasn't uh, quite as well, core it, as Black Panther. It felt Panther. to me like... <laughs> I mean, out of everyone else, like... It felt like he has a bigger, more significant role than, like, Black Widow or Falcon. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's It feels true. like if I rank them, it's Cap, Iron Man, Black Panther, Spider-Man, than everyone else. Yeah. But, yes. So, oh, by the way, Spider-Man's great in Civil War. It's the one reason why I have a little bit of hope for Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. Where was I going with this? Well, you oh, understand. Oh, 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 I also okay. forgot. So you asked before um, if you needed to watch Captain America: The First Avenger before seeing, because you yeah. said, "I just, I don't, I just want to watch the other two. I yeah, I just, I thought Civil War looked really good, and I just wanted to go straight. And to I'll it. say this, I'll say this for if you ever want to watch The Winter Soldier, because uh, The Winter Soldier is my second favorite MCU movie. You know, that's a good sell. So, um, I'll say this, you know, Civil War and The Winter Soldier, I think, are, like, Dark Knight-level great. Like, I put, it's not like, oh, it's almost, it's like, I think they're shoulder and shoulder of, this is one of the best, well, two of the best combo movies ever made. Yeah. 
I, I feel like, I should say this, you don't have to, but it's a little bit like saying, I want to watch The Dark Knight, but do I need to watch Batman Begins? You don't need to. Even though these two are, like, yeah. significantly better, you're missing out, because Batman Begins is still great. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, I mean, eventually, I'm eventually I'm going to want to, so. So, oh, by the way, I'm watching the MCU movies. I don't do it like most other people, because when they announced Spider-Man was going to be in the MCU, I was like, I don't want to wait years for Spider-Man to show up, so I threw in the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Because I'm just like, I don't want to wait years for a solo Spider-Man movie. And a solo Spider-Man movie, I thought, sucks. So instead, I take that out. I throw in the Amazing Spider-Man movies. And then it's just like, I don't want to wait years to see the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. Even though I think the X-Men movies will be terrible. So I throw those in there and just like, it's it's been a long... It's, been, <laughs> it's January 16th. Just this week, man. Avengers, <laughs> um, Iron Man 3, The Wolverine... Oh, The Amazing Spider-Man, Winter Soldier yesterday. It's been a long two weeks of Marvel. Well, it's so basically... Go so let's talk about this Marvel yes. movie. No. Yeah. <laughs> basically, it's no. a long marathon just to get to Civil War. But, yeah, um, yeah. So where was it? Oh, yeah, so I understand what you know they're going through. But it, it does make the previous movies more special. And I don't know if this will happen, but eventually... I got a do-over of because Dark Knight Rises. One of the reasons I was so excited was it was going to adapt Dark Knight Returns, and so I was just like crushed because unlike say, I already have a Batman versus Catwoman movie. I already have two movies with Robin, but I don't have a Dark Knight Returns movie. So months later, we got the animated Dark Knight Returns movie. Um, a little weird how they scheduled it that way, but <laughs> <laughs> they knew. They knew. They knew they screwed up. <laughs> and um, so it made that, it made it like when it, the story got redeemed, it made it more special. Yeah. And <clears throat> Dark Knight Returns, since then, we've had it done like basically three times. We had the cartoon, we had Arrow do it on Legends of Tomorrow, and, and then we eventually had a full blockbuster do-over in Batman versus Superman. And having it done right, and plus we later had Gotham, which I thought taking rid of the costumes and gadgets got down to the root and core of the character. Yeah. So eventually it got redeemed, and you know it made those first few more special. Like, yeah. Oh, it's back. So I understand, guys. What? So I understand you get where they're going. coming from, yes. and if they really, if they really do hate it, there's still hope. There's. That's what Star Wars is all about. Man. I hope. Well. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that. Well. You do have the expanded universe. Yeah. I mean, if you hate this, go... And you love the expanded universe, go back to those, and they will mean more. They'll be more special. Yeah. And honestly, if you don't like it, then just don't watch it. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. You can't ruin it. Like, the originals are still there. Like, maybe give it a little time, but eventually you'll be able to separate them in your mind. (laughs) Yeah. So, I get what they're coming from. So, I heard the... How split it was. Yeah. And I was very surprised when you told me that. Yeah. And so I'll just give a few quick thoughts to Star Wars before we get into it. So, seems like there are people who love this movie. Some people hate this movie. Yeah. So it only makes sense that I kind of fall in the middle. Yeah. But definitely, I had like a mixed reaction. Definitely leaning more positive than negative. And I'll, I'll just say this. Because why not? Um... 
I think of the three Disney movies we've had, I think it's the worst one, but it has my favorite moments. That's that's a, that's a good point because I definitely think this movie shines in its specific moments. Yeah, there's moments I really like. There's moments I think are just like, ugh, awful. But I still, I yeah. still, I still overall liked it. And we'll get into that. Yeah, I guess we can do it now. And I, I mean, and for me, it is. Uh, I mean, for me, I, I, I would say Rogue One is my, uh, my less liked of the three, and that uh, the. Force Awakens and this are kind of on par. So, so. Do you, oh, they're so they're tied for you right now. Yeah, I can't really decide. But it's still there's like, part of me it's that, still in your top four. Yeah, I've got that, I've that got ever changing top four. Yeah, I've got the ever changing top four of my top four Star Wars films of the first two in the original trilogy <laughs> and the first two in the sequel trilogy. Um, I guess I'll I'll save my I guess. Never mind. I'll, we'll get into it. We'll just <laughs> get into. Uh, Should we flip our coin? Oh, to see who goes first? Yes. yes. Let's flip this penny. Hey, see this special's first. already going longer than I thought it would. <laughs> yeah. So All I'm right. always tails. You are always tails. Oh, that was a crappy flip. <laughs> Here we go. All I feel right. like Harvey Dent. There feel, you go. I feel like it's been a while since I've won the flip. Yes. So, okay, you were saying how you get it and that... um. Some of the complaints I understand. Yeah. Some I there, uh, there some are honestly, I do very different. And I do have to say that there are some complaints that I understand versus some that I don't. But I think what you were saying with uh with, with Dark Knight Rises, it, com- comparing it to this movie, the the way that this is a little bit different is with a lot of movies like we were talking about Spider Man Homecoming, which I liked. I totally get your complaints, and I like I can't really counter them that well. And with the Dark Knight Rises. Um, I also get the complaints, and it's like, I can see it as being I kind of a bad movie. I also think that Dark Knight Rises is a horribly made movie. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, is that the script is bad. I think that, personally, I feel like The Last Jedi falls way more in the people who hold Star Wars to a sacred level, not liking the things that feel like middle fingers to the franchise, but I don't think it's a horribly made movie. I just don't. There are a couple things that I can see aren't perfect, it may be even bad, but it's not an overall trash, horribly made movie that you would go and rate a zero on. Like, it's just not. And I think that that's kind of a thing. Like, if we're just... Movies are subjective, but on this tiny objective level that exists, I just don't see it that way. So, that's why... So, to recap, you don't have your separated like I do. I, I do have, um, I have it separated from common, the common criticisms that I'll, I, I think I'll do that first. I have these common criticisms of this movie, uh, that, uh, so I wrote it as things people say are bad, but are not because it's great. <laughs> I wrote it very un, I wrote, wrote it very uneloquently. And the first one I you had. You realize how many <laughs> dislikes this just got now. Well, we are we are we are paid big bucks by Disney. Oh, I because we, you yes. you can't possibly just like a thing. Exactly. So the first thing I just have. That's why we had to I had to, to give that Spider-Man Homecoming yeah, review was to stage it for this yeah, one. Yeah, absolutely. So <clears throat> the first thing was the humor taking away from serious moments. A lot of there. One of the common criticisms was this movie just tried to be funny 
too much. Like it was just jokes interjected all the time. Um, I think that one difference that I could see, uh, if you want to go back to uh, talking about Spider-Man Homecoming oh, again, God. that, that I thought that, we were gonna have fun in, this. Yeah, week. I know, but no, I'm just I'm only mentioning it to say, I understand that in that you you would kind of say that the humor is just kind of taking control of the movie a bit. In this, I would argue that that is not happening, and I actually think that the humor, despite there being a lot of comedic relief in the movie, is actually, like, important. Like, it's actually showing things, um, which will bring me to another oh, thing. Oh, can I say something about the humor yeah. before I forget? Yeah. So, as I said, one of the things I really dislike about Spider-Man Homecoming is how jokey it is. Like, I... I'm fine with light superhero movies like the first Iron Man of the Avengers. I hate jokey. I hate jokey like yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming. And I've been thinking about this because I heard a lot of people talk about it for Star Wars. And here, here's here's my view of it. Yeah. Comparing this movie's humor to the original trilogy's humor is that the humor in the original trilogy is probably more subtle. Yeah. And here's the thing you gotta remember. It's been 30 years, so humor, whether you like it or not, has changed a right. lot. Like, some of the things we think are funny now might um, seem strange in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, some stuff funny then. So I, I think you can't write it. They couldn't make this movie with its humor like they're making a movie in the 1980s. Yeah. They had to make it so that it's... A movie made today. And I do think that this trilogy seems to be ushering in how to make Star Wars in the new era. And I think people who hold the originals to that sacred ground don't want to see Star Wars in the new era. They want to see it emulating the old era more. Somehow even more than The Force <laughs> Awakens. No, But um, I know they don't actually want that. I, I think one of the things you gotta think is, is there's a, it's been 30 years. Yeah. There's a th when was last? Okay, Return of the Jedi was 83. This is... 2017, so 30, 40 years. I mean, it'd be over 30 years. Yeah. So, I, I was, humor has changed. I'm not saying that you have to like the humor. <clears throat> I'm not saying humor's gotten better or worse. That's obvious. Humor's, like, the most objective thing ever, but yeah, yeah. I think you got to remember it's been 30 years. You can't write it like you... You can't go into this mindset of, we had to make this there's movie a like it's in the 80s. Yeah, there's a different mindset. There's and a different audience. Also, now. even in real life, humor has changed. So I, even in the Star Wars universe, it's been 30 years, so humor has changed. Right, right. I, I didn't feel like the humor was um, overdone this movie. Yeah. thought there was one really weird scene, though. I, I definitely... there, there Do you know what scene I'm going to talk about? A humorous scene? Like uh, Maybe so it was supposed to be humor, but a scene that's just like, oh my god. Um, like it scarred me. <laughs> oh, the, the oh, I had that as one. <laughs> one of the common complaints is uh, the uh, the alien milk. Yes, that. See, the thing is, that's it's funny how like that's one thing that I can totally see being polarizing. I just thought that was just funny. Like I just was like, I love really like weird humor like that. And it, to me, it was clearly supposed to be funny. To me, that was how I. Took well, it. here I I viewed it a little differently. So are you done? And well, that's actually I was getting into the humor serves a purpose. They were yeah. trying to show how Luke lives on the on the yes. island. It's like this is this way he doesn't have to go out. Yeah. And go anywhere. Yeah. Do you think maybe it was also like a callback to where 
He's gone through all this stuff. He's trying to go back to his childhood living on the farm. Yeah, and I think they were trying to show he's living at such a bare minimum. Would he has that to just... the milk he drank? You know when... I think it's different. Because this was like... It was like a different color a bit. I know I know what you mean. Yeah. Like, I think it's different. I think okay. I've heard that it's it's not the same, like, animal. But yeah, that was... Uh, they really... Sh- they really... They oh, went into that. They went... They <laughs> like, the thing... I To me, I just found it funny. I don't... Like... I thought it was disgusting. I mean, no, but it scarred it wa- me. It was disgusting, but it was funny, and like I could, ha- I don't know. I was like, oh. I, that was one thing I totally get it being polar. I was like, some people are gonna think this is just gross. I mean, it could have been worse if uh, Luke just didn't put in a copy to score. <laughs> hey, Ray, you want to sip? <laughs> then it's just like, oh, Luke, then, what has happened to you? It was so funny because she was looking at this beautiful creature, and then after that happened, she was like looking at it in a different way. Just like, oh, God. Oh, and then the milk is stained in his beard. Yeah. I think it was also, he kind of gave a look of like, this is how I'm living. See how pathetic <laughs> I've like become? It's like he's an alcoholic. See, that's almost. the thing. I feel like the humor served a purpose. And I, another one I like. I'll people... agree. It didn't feel like the humor was just, oh, we're just trying to be yeah, funny. And like, it felt like I, it didn't. It never took me out of it. Yeah, I saw people also complain that the the very beginning, where uh, Poe was like kind of like not respecting General Hux, and Hux, it was almost like a parody. It felt like at the beginning where it was just like General Hugs, the Hugs was like with with Poe over the, the the phone thing, like that. Can you hold? Like, it felt like a parody of Star Wars almost at the beginning. I, but I, I think it was purposefully trying to show that General Hux is not that great of a leader. He's not that commanding. He's just like a space Nazi who doesn't deserve to be respected, and he doesn't get respected. So it served a purpose, in my mind. The opening... Uh... Yeah, it was when it was uh, Poe came over, like, the, the, the communications on the, the ship and General Hux was talking to him. I'll just say... Maybe... Okay, I'll just say one of my biggest problems with the movie. Yeah. Maybe it's just me, but boy, that two and a half hour runtime was so long. That is, yeah. and to me, a lot of times it didn't feel earned. The two and a half hour, like I but, was just like, some scenes feel really dragged out. Yeah, I mean, I will get to like I would say that my least favorite chunk of the movie, and this is where like, um, I'm it's kind of in line with a lot of people. My least favorite chunk of the movie was the Canto Bite, the Casino Planet. Yeah. Uh, it just felt like that's a little bit... It's almost... It felt like that's a little bit where they could have cut, and it almost seemed like they did. So it simultaneously felt rushed, but it also felt like the runtime was going longer because of it. It felt a little to me. Yeah, no, that part... That's I actually wrote that. That, that felt like a pre... But then I go back and see the prequels, and I remember that it's not even close <laughs> to me. And, uh, like, that's the thing, is all of the... Some, of the... some things that I don't think are as great, like that segment don't ruin it to me so like it's just kind of my least favorite part of the movie but i it was still enjoyable like i thought the like uh looking around in the casino and seeing all of the uh the the wacky things it felt very prequelish but at the same time like i don't know like it it wasn't unenjoyable i wasn't like this is stupid like it was just fine so i guess that takes out one of my uh later things too but yeah that was basically my first point was that the humor didn't take away from it to me i actually um to mention like it's one of the cheesiest moments but one of my favorites was when uh ray was like uh she literally reached out 
to feel the force and then Luke like tickled her oh, with yeah. the like that was funny. To me that was funny. And uh the uh Porg sadly staring at Chewie as he was <laughs> eating. That part I was like that was the part where I was actually like genuinely kind of cracking up. I and a lot of people You're might You're a sick person if that makes you laugh. But no, I was feeling for the Porg so much. I felt bad in that scene. I, I know, like, but oh my god. It was like it was like reaction like I was just like oh my god. But then he got a new buddy. Yeah. Right, that's the same Porg that hangs out with Chewbacca, right? I don't know. They all look the same. Yes. But, <clears throat> yeah. Okay, so uh, do you have a, a point so, to bring out? <laughs> oh, I'm so ready for the hate. <laughs> um, the Luke Skywalker stuff was my favorite part of the movie. And I liked seeing how it was about how he was now a legend. Like, yeah. this is Luke Skywalker, the Jedi Master! And, um, and I think... And I liked how we saw that after what happened, that he was this guy who was broken. And for me, a, a thing that really separates uh, Luke stuff from me versus how other people feel is that, you know, some people are upset about how it's about how Luke kind of gave up and all that. But for me, this movie was about him becoming the guy he once was again. Right. So, like, for me... If the story of Luke had ended with him just being like, I'm done. Like, what do you want? A completely developed character that doesn't... Sh like, you already have a perfect character who... Like, I mean, I feel like, like you need to redo some character development. I think, like, if they had ended it where <laughs> Luke comes back and he's like, I'm done again. It's just like, what? But I feel like the main part of the thing that makes it work so much is that it's him becoming the guy he was in the original trilogy again. Right, right. And, um... Well, this could be a... I guess I can separate that into another point. So what were your thoughts about Luke yeah, that in was, the movie? Yeah, that was one of my points, too, is that a lot of people didn't like Luke's characterization. I personally loved it. And another thing that I think is humor-establishing plot, which is important, is when the first thing... Like, like I know that this is a thing that might feel like a slap in the face to people, but I loved, was we waited two years to see what happens after that moment where Ray's handing a lightsaber over to Luke on, on the, at the top of the island. And he just tosses it behind him. <laughs> and like to me, that was kind of like almost a little bit like borderline slapsticky humor, but it just served the plot so yeah, well. Yeah, it shows like he doesn't it, want. You immediately back. know what Luke is like in that moment, and to me, that's good movie making if you can show something that quick. Um, <clears throat> and just that it makes sense, and that's so I, I understand like people not liking Luke's characterization because it's like it feels like. Like the people are saying, like it feels like a betrayal to who he once was. That like, oh, his our favorite character, his life sucked for thirty years. Oh, or something, I will but... say this, I because I understand where some fans are coming from. When they announced this original, this new trilogy, most people thought it was going to be more of Luke Conley and their adventures. And I understand if we've now had two movies, and it, we're not going to see classic Luke until the third one basically yeah i mean i think that that's just a i think it might be a little bit of an incorrect assumption really that has the original cast but i don't think it's about them it's well i but you know like i think like that was what people wanted though. yeah yeah and, and i i, I understand it's a little bit like i understand if you wanted to see the luke i you only get like one scene of it in this movie and then you'll get it in the third one still but he'll have a smaller part like i understand where it's just like you, yeah i almost wonder 
if maybe the Luke, people would have accepted the Luke story more had this happened in the first movie instead of building up to it. And then third one's where you finally get the yeah, one. Yeah, it can one. feel like it's happening really slowly. Yeah. Especially with technically only like 19 hours have gone by since The Force Awakens now, if you think oh. about it. Like <laughs> something like that. Where <laughs> if you noticed how how short of a time the entire two and a half hour I have time, not thought about that. Um, because they said that they, they had... I, I, I don't know exactly how much time actually passed, but the, at some point they imagined that they had 19 hours. And I don't even think it got to that point. They escaped before that. So that means that not even a day has passed since the end of The Force Awakens. So we're starting episode three. It, like, So it can feel like barely anything has happened. Oh, but, I also, Mark Hamill did a great performance. Uh, yeah, amazing. And it felt like, you know, uh, he's playing... It felt like he's playing two roles in here, kind of. Like, one is Hermit Luke, the other is Classic Luke. I thought he did a great job playing both. That was great. And uh, to add to Luke's characterization point, one thing that people didn't like that Luke debated killing uh, Ben Solo for a moment and then decided not to, sort of. Like, they were just like, Luke wouldn't kill someone. How did you? He didn't, first of all. He didn't kill anyone. And isn't kind of part of the thing in star Wars is that you kind of can't be you, you, you kind of can't not be tempted by the dark side. Yeah. I remember watching that. And when, you know, they're talking about, um, how Luke tried to kill him. I didn't believe him, but I was like, but if he did, man, F this movie, screw this movie. (laughs) But I think the important thing is it's kind of like when, if Batman says, I'm going to kill the Joker, he can do it. But the moment he's about to, he realizes he can't do it. To me, that's the part where okay, he's this yeah. is that's the important thing is that yeah, Luke, you know, he thought about it and he's just like I, I can't do it. That's not who I am. I'm not a murderer. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, like that's part of the thing is that like being a Jedi, like you're always gonna have this temptation towards the dark side, but you overcome it. Yeah. And that's he did. So like I feel like it's kind of a moot point to me because it would. I also, I mean. Yeah, I feel like the important thing is that he didn't do it. Now, had he started slicing him, and then he, I was just like, oh god, this. Yeah, I, I would have been, I would have agreed with all of you. But for me, the the important thing is that he thought about, but then he realized, like, I, I can't do it. Like that's not who I am. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, I guess I, we kind of both said our, our our points about Luke's characterization. Well, is that all? Uh, I, I did have one other. Okay, okay. Luke. So um. You know, a lot of people are unhappy that Luke died in this movie. And I'll say this. Um, you know, he's coming back in the in the third one. Like, they, he even said in an interview about how he was excited for... Um, who was the guy who left? Who was directing the third one? Uh, Colin Trevorrow? Yeah, he said he was excited with the stuff he was working with on Colin. So he's coming back in the third one. Like, Obi-Wan died in The New Hope, but yeah. there he is in the other two, so... Yeah. I, I, I liked how at how the final Luke scene in this movie, you know, the end of Luke's life, technically. Yeah. Even though, you know, he'll be hanging out again. Yeah. Is yeah. I liked how um when you when you look at when it ends with him looking at the two sons and they're playing that uh, music again, it felt like it made the whole the whole thing come full circle. I liked how unlike Han, he had like a moment of you know, just peace, peace before becoming one with the force. And he's just like, well, yeah, I did it. Like, 
I he knows like he made the galaxy yeah. a better place. Like I feel like I feel like Han Solo's death was supposed to feel like this is what's happening to your childhood. Take this childhood. Like they did yeah. that to mess with your emotions. And this one, I feel like they're trying to go the other directions where it almost doesn't feel that bad. It's just yeah. he's kind of being let go. So I, I I liked that about it. Plus, I mean, he's coming back, guys. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, I mean, he, come on. Yeah. So just like someone did in this movie. Ooh. We told you there'd be spoilers. Ooh. Um. So I I guess my next thing I'm gonna say. Actually, I'll get into this little one first, and that's that I another complaint I saw a lot was, and I think this is a little bit coming from that kind of group of people who likes to bombard with reviews, but <laughs> just the whole like um, kind of thinking that Holdo Admiral Holdo, uh, Laura Dern's character is, is like was like a stupid character, and that like okay, she sabotaged James. Is she the purple she, hair? Yeah, one? yeah, yeah. Okay. And kind of the whole like she would refuse to uh, like listen to Poe, and uh, like. I guess the point is to say I actually really loved the character of Admiral Holdo, especially with how it turned out. Uh, uh, like at the end of her her story, um, but like it, it was kind of, you know, you always want to side with one of the main protagonists. Uh, with Poe, he he wanted to do his own thing and go in and blow stuff up, but uh, she was like, uh, no, uh, I'm in charge here. Uh, and she refused to tell him her plan. And a, a lot of complaints I saw were people going like, she's so stupid. Why didn't she just tell the plan? And this, none of this would have happened. Uh, but she, he, to, to him, to her, he's just some, like, why would she reveal, like, if he feels important to us, because he's one of the protagonists, one of the main characters, but... Why does she have to, like, reveal her plan to some random guy? It's literally all Poe's fault. So that was just kind of my take on one of those, is for, to, like, to all the people. And also that brings me to um, one of my two favorite scenes in the entire movie was the uh, light speed just missile into the ship when, she, uh, when Admiral Holdo sacrificed herself. Um, and it, the whole thing just went silent. Oh yeah. There's just no noise. You know one with flying Leia? No, no, no. This is this is when um Admiral Holdo uh was in the the ship alone. Remember? And then I'm going to be honest, guys. In a very long movie. Those were kind of scenes I mentally checked out on. Well, this is like a very very climactic scene. It wasn't I mean, it was kind of it was happening alongside the uh Ray and Kylo Ren in Snoke's throne, throne room. Uh, when the lightsaber blew up, he must have well, just fallen I, asleep. I'll be honest, guys. This is like. Here's the thing. I said I had like a mixed reaction. I was satisfied what I came there for. The other stuff I didn't really care about. Well, this is the. I honestly like that whole segment of like whatever like 15, 20 minute segment, whatever it was. Where um, Admiral Holdo was preparing to sacrifice herself as the uh, others were trying to get away. I remember, like, she's, like, saying, like, she's going to stay behind and Leia says, may the force be yeah. with you. Sort of around that part. And then also when uh, Kylo Ren and Rey are in Snoke's throne room. and uh, I remember the throne room. And also they're, uh, they're both trying to 
uh, force call the the lightsaber at the same yeah. time and it blows up. Uh, they they ju- juxtapose it where at the exact same time the lightsaber blew up and the ship light speed launched into the first order ship at the same time. Now you're dusting off some of the cobwebs. Yes, yeah, that is the best part of the movie to me. I think- that is the thing that like jumps like it's an amazing movie because of that part i think probably i was so into the uh the uh <laughs> snoke room not snoke room snoke throne room yeah. scene that i was just like come back come back come back like, yeah no no yeah that's the thing it, but i love that they happen at the same but i have to say the best part of the entire movie what and i, I want to get it to it more later but the the snoke's throne room with ray and kylo ren is the best part of the movie to me um I don't even know how I got... Oh, yeah, I was talking about uh, Admiral Holdo as a character, and uh, a lot of people were saying that some other character should have been the one to sacrifice, like uh, Admiral Akbar, who didn't get a very significant ending. He was just kind of like... And Admiral... Uh, he, he died. Well, um, the voice actor died, so I don't know if right, that right, right. deal with it. Yeah, that's true. But to, to me, this is kind of the thing. It's like, this new... This new trilogy is about introducing new characters, and like the whole idea is that Star Wars is this bigger thing than just this one family who messes everything up in the universe. Um, so, I think people kind of need to stop fussing about them adding new characters. Here's, I think it's fine. Here's for what I would as long as they're good characters. Here's what I would say. Oh, I, okay, okay. I kind of feel. Like, the story of the saga should end with nine. So, I feel like, you know, when you look at the... So, it almost feels like a three-act play or something, where each act has different leads. Yeah. So, I feel like... um, I I would like to think of this as, like, the finale. So, I kind of feel like this is, you know, the new character's story. Obviously, we still have those ones. Yeah. Now, I'll be honest... I could get I, I had two controversial Star Wars opinions. Honestly, I don't want 10 11 to 10 11 12. I think we should end the story and do something completely separate. Yeah. But I'll say you know, if this is the their story, you know, have it be cuz it lines up where each trilogy has different leads. Right. No, I see the thing is I actually agree with you. I personally would want them to like I think they are universe building star wars trying to make it more than just these characters that have been in these three trilogies because like the way this movie ended with just some random kid having force sensitivity that they showed at the very very end i think that there what they were trying to do is say like there's tons of people kids out there and people who have the force and they're not skywalkers they're 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 just some people have the force out there. And I think that's kind of universe building and saying like, we're going to take Star Wars in a direction where it could be anyone's story. It doesn't have to be a Skywalker. It doesn't have to be a Solo. It could, it can be anyone's story. And I think that's kind of what they're going towards. Can I say, this is like bringing up like some other stuff I'm remembering. Yeah. So, um, I feel like... If we get 10, 11, 12, I think it will have been a mistake not to have the... Mi- if we're going to keep having more movies with this these three new characters, yeah. I think it will have been a mistake to not have more of the original characters. Right. 
But because then, if this, yeah. the, this is if this is the, like their story, yeah. Then you know, I think they're doing it the right way. But yeah, um, yeah, it's hard because p- part of me also does think like if they m- do make ten, eleven, and twelve, I like I'd be fine with them just calling it ten, eleven, and twelve. But it's sort of like they're starting a new story. It'd be yeah. kind of weird. But I guess I do. I kind of am on your side where I think I would want them to just go elsewhere with Star Wars. Like if they're really trying to build it to where it's closing this story and then they can, there's infinite possibilities and they can just like hammer in this franchise everywhere. Then I do think they should try and really close it. So I also, this also reminded me about how some people are mad about Luke's role in the movie, about how he wasn't the main. Yeah. I'll, I will say in one of my complaints of the movie in force awakens, it felt like Han was co-leading with Ray and Poe and Finn yeah. In this movie, Luke feels like a guest star or secondary. It doesn't feel like with Han Solo. Anymore. Yeah, I think this is one of those. Th- this this is tough because this is a preference thing. But I think, like to me, I just really one of my complaints was I was disappointed to not. And one of the things that makes me still maybe like like sometimes think I might like Force Awakens better is I love Ray and Finn together so much, and I didn't get that. Well, to be fair, we also. It did remind me of Empire about how they were separated. Yeah, yeah. Um. So no, I'm fine with that because like I get it, and now it's like, but the next one, yeah, the next one, I, the I don't know. So I think if people just like the original characters and they just don't care about Ray and Finn, then I'm sorry. I guess the trilogy isn't <laughs> for you that much because it's kind of about them. But... I, I do think that. Do you think that people mad? don't think Luke is coming back in 9? Because I uh, feel like he's going to uh, be back in 9. Do you think? I think people, people are mad who, for a lot of reasons. I do and think that could like, people them, feel but... like one of the reasons, they're so mad because Luke barely had any screen time compared to Han, I feel. I, do you think they don't know he's coming back in 9? I think that's just one. I think that that's probably one thing that a lot of people do think, but I think that there are way too many reasons that people don't like this. Can I say it? Uh, no, we'll save it for what we think is coming next. Okay. I got a prediction. Some people may call it stupid, but I think it's going to happen. I think it'd be awesome. I have some predictions about the next one, but yeah. Um, so, I don't even know where who, we were or where who we were, were going. Where, let's uh, see. What was the last thing you saw in your notes? Uh, because were we on your thing? I was talking about Admiral Holdo, and then uh, we segued that into a bunch of things. Maybe you're next. All right. So I really liked Ray's arc in this movie. Yes. And I liked how she was, you know, she, I liked how it showed how she's trying to bring back this legend. You know, yeah. it's, it got to be intimidating because, you know. Yeah. I <laughs> like. I really liked how they made how Luke is like the legend. So yeah, it's gotta yeah. be he's like intimidating, and he he keeps rejecting her because of what happened with Kylo. And then I liked how she like, you know, because I like how she kind of made the mistake of thinking that what happened with Vader could happen with Kylo, and she tried to save him, but just like how Luke couldn't save him, uh Ray couldn't save me either. So I really yeah. liked Ray's arc in the movie. Yeah. So. Anything yeah. to say about... Uh... Um, actually, my next point segues nicely. Um, so I'll just say I, I loved Ray's arc in the movie, and I kind of have another suspicion of why some people didn't like this, because some people just like their expectations to be filled, and if it's not <laughs> met, they'll be disappointed. And one of my next one 
which is along the same lines, which is one of the biggest things, I think, is Rey turned out to be a nobody. She wasn't a Skywalker. She wasn't a, a Kenobi. <laughs> She's just Rey, and her parents abandoned her. And be, I, I'm, I'm, There's no way she can be a Kenobi, right? I mean, people... She's not 30. People had the stupidest theories. I don't know. People, people were saying anything. Um, but to me, personally... I had almost no doubt in my mind that she was going to be a nobody. Like, I was, I didn't understand the theorizing from the beginning. Like, even back when the Force, there's some people who were so sure she was going to be a Skywalker or something that they were just like, they teased us and made it so obvious that she was related to someone for years, and then she just wasn't. And to me, it was like, she wasn't. Although, I will, can I say something? Yeah. I think eventually you'll kind of get half and half where I feel like with Luke mentoring her as a force ghost, I feel like even though they're not biologically related, you'll right. have that kind of relationship. Yeah. There's definitely going to be that, that force connection, a father daughter relationship. But yeah, I can, know? so I guess what I was saying though, is that I think it's pretty, it was a little easier for me to like this because my expectations were met. So like, it was just like, that was exactly what I expected to happen. Not, not in a way that was like, it was predictable where it was just like, well, I saw that coming, but it was sort of like, this is what made the most sense in the plot to me. It's the thing that makes it the most compelling. And so I resonated with it. So I, so, I guess I'm understanding where some people might be like, what the heck? That's <laughs> why they, they just made it nothing. There's no twist. It's just stupid. So, so. this point kind of segues into another point. I had. Okay. Well, I liked it. I liked how, you know, Force Awakens was pretty similar to uh, A New Hope. And I liked how this film starts out being very similar to Empire and Return of the Jedi. Like, Luke is almost Yoda. Mm -hmm. And um, the stuff with uh, Rey and uh, well, Kylo Ren is almost Return of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. And when I, when I remember watching it the first time, and there's a part of me that was thinking... Why are we even making this trilogy? Because it's so similar. But then, it twists it. Suddenly, once Kylo kills Snoke, it felt like it felt like it was done on purpose to make you think yeah. it was going to be the uh, co carbon copy. And then it it twists it to yeah, where it's just like, oh, so ne so now like things are different. It makes Kylo almost seem more dangerous. Yeah, because yeah. now he doesn't have a master and he can just whatever yeah. so and one of my favorite things about this trilogy period is kylo ren i to me he's like i'm not saying he's like the best designed villain but in terms of the type of villain he is he's like my favorite kind of villain a type of villain where he's conflicted and he just seems unpredictable and like i i've seen it described before he he's like anakin done right like yeah. prequel anakin done right where he's like an immature man child but in this time it feels more real to me, actually. Um, of course, we're comparing it to the prequels, so it's like... <laughs> Almost anything is more <laughs> yeah. real. So, no one goes to the beach and complains about the like, sand. I borderline think Kylo Ren, like, s stole the show in this movie. Like, it, it just... It was great villainy in, in this. Just... Yeah. Super, uh... Um... If he's if he's evil, he's a he on a on a chart. He's a, he's a chaotic. He's a chaotic <laughs> evil. He's a or even neutral maybe. But um, y yeah. I just I just love like that was one of the moments in it where I was just I, I like when he sliced 
Snoke in half. I, I, I mean, I really didn't know exactly where it was going to go uh, with, uh, is Kylo Ren going to turn? Is Rey going to turn? Like, because I don't, I figured, I figure that episode nine, and we'll probably get into this more when we're going to the future, but I figure in the end, there's probably going to be like a good ending as in, I felt like maybe Rey will turn in this and then the next one will be her realizing that that was wrong to do. <laughs> or, which is kind of what happened uh, a bit, Kylo Ren, or, well, actually, that what I didn't expect was for Kylo Ren to turn, quote-unquote, good for a second, and then it subverts again, and he's not actually good. I felt like this confirms he's not going to be redeemed at all. He's going to be killed. I think... And I feel like, almost like, if they redeem, it would be a little cheap. I No, I actually... I, I disagree a bit. I don't... Do, do you really think they're, like... They're going to, like, this character... I don't know if they're going to kill such a conflicted character at the I, core. Like, it seems a little, like... I feel like this movie showed there's no way Kylo will ever be redeemed. I think he's still... He is still, going to die evil. I think he's still a bit gray. Really? I think he... I think that he wanted to be in... I think he's still not committed to the First Order. I think he, he like, wants something... And he, uh, but I don't think it's complete allegiance to the first order. I think he's, uh, like he wants to be in charge. He wants like hubris. He wants to show strength, but he doesn't have this adherence to the dark side or something. So you think there's a chance he'll become redeemed? I think that there's a chance that he will die he will either be redeemed or die still not completely or in the end still not be completely evil i guess i think there's n i felt like this movie showed he is pure evil and there's no way he's going to be redeemed i think he still seemed like such a man child that i just didn't see him as that oh, evil that, that's how i thought i felt like i guess yeah, it's hard to tell at this point I, I find it hard to believe that this, uh, what is essentially a Disney movie, is going to end with the brutal killing of one of, uh, of of Kyle of Ben Solo. I just, yeah, I don't know. I could, I mean, I could see it. At, at, at the same time, like, I mean, another. I feel if they do it, it's a little bit too much, like Je Return of the Jedi. Yeah, but that's why I was thinking he wouldn't die. Which would be different. You mean like he goes to space prison or... No, like that he's... I don't know. That he's just good. I yeah. just... <laughs> I don't he's think like, yay! No. He's no. like, guys, April Fool's! And See, then no. Han Solo comes out I'm and he's like, we got you! I'm only saying that because I'm trying to think of... Like, they're trying to subvert expectations so much that I'm I'm just trying to think of how it could even be done. I haven't thought about this that much. I, I don't think there's any way he survives nine i don't think there's any way he becomes good again yeah i mean you could you could very well be right i'm just at the same time like that almost it almost seems too predictable for movies in general but i guess if it's star wars that actually is they're not it would be subverting the expectation for it to be like return of the jedi so but we don't know so we don't we gotta go um, go to JJ's house, take his laptop, mm -hmm. print the script, and which find is, out. Which is what my plan was. Yes. Um, oh yeah, and the other thing, uh, on the same line, I guess I'm, I guess I'm going to mind at this point. 
<coughs> on the same line of Ray being nobody, there's also people who are very upset that Snoke basically doesn't have any lore. He's kind of nobody, too. He was just bad guy. He's bad space guy. Um, he is just Snoke. Like, he really was just a, a scary guy, and we don't know the history of him at all. And a lot of people were upset with that because they found that to be uh, uh, bad writing. But the, the most common counter to that that I've seen is that was the in Empire. the original trilogy, the, the Emperor was... Yeah. Like, they made a trilogy to explain it. So, like, and the other thing is... Um, he's dead. Like, so, like, yeah, like, I mean, so, yeah, he was nobody, but I guess he, he was a plot device to show who Kylo Ren is really going to be. So I think that's fine to me. Yeah, I like, it's maybe, not about Snoke. He's not the bad guy. Kylo Ren is. I think maybe there are some, I don't understand that complaint either about that, but I think, would it have been cool if somehow there was some kind of past between Luke and Snoke? Like, maybe Snoke... Well, there is a past between them. Never mind. Yeah, I mean, personally, I don't like the kind of twists where they where they just kind of reveal that there's some link between people, but they haven't shown it. They haven't proven that there's... Act, like, that's the reason why I thought that Ray being related to someone would be such a stupid twist, because, like... so what? So what if they say... Ray, you're a Skywalker. It's like you're just They're, throwing a name. Copying them. I mean, you're just throwing a name in. There's like, I mean, I think, and that's why with with Snoke, a lot of people were saying like, what if he is this guy? What if he's this guy? Or like, for example, like there were people saying, what if he is Darth Sidious or not not Darth uh, Darth Plagueis the Wise from uh, uh, a name drop in the pre in the prequel trilogy was Darth Sidious. <sighs> I'm I'm losing it at this point. <laughs> Darth Plagueis the Wise. Guys, and so people Star were, Wars has very complicated names. So people were saying is the is like the easiest. Yeah. <laughs> people were saying, what if he's Darth Plagueis? And it's like, so what? Like you're just gonna say he's Darth Plagueis? Like, what is that twist exactly? I almost feel like if if Darth Plagueis had been, you know, throughout the whole thing, it almost would have made it feel like what did the original tr a trilogy accomplish? I mean, if just just loosely connecting a new thing to an old thing just through a name is way cheaper than just creating a new character. To I me. think that I feel like that's almost like um, not getting what you want and getting mad. Like it's, I almost put on the level of if I had went to see Batman versus Superman and I was one of the few people who liked it. I feel like it's almost like me complaining that Robin didn't show up. Yeah, actually, you know what? You know what it's a little like. It's a little like if they would have said my like if he's like I'm not actually they call me Snoke, but I was originally known as Darth Plagueis the Wise. That would be the same type of thing as why don't you use your your uh, original or other name Robin? Like yeah. it's just sort of like you just threw a name at me. Yeah, like you're not actually showing me anything. You're just throwing a name at me. Yeah, I think that. I don't think though that we need an origin and what to also bring up Batman. People love the Heath Ledger Joker, but we don't have an origin for that character. Yeah, I mean, sometimes seeming All menacing. All we need is enough. to know is that somehow the there was another Sith. Yeah, and he and Luke were enemies, and now. I mean, part of this trilogy is thirty years went by and a lot has happened. Yeah, and you just you don't you don't get to know which. 
personally, I'm not someone who has, like, I know a lot of people, and this is a criticism that J.J. Abrams in particular gets, is creating mystery, and you don't even know where it's actually <laughs> going to go yet. It's just mystery for the sake of mystery. That's something I personally don't mind, and it's another reason why my taste just happens to fit these movies better. I mean, was... So, when's... Snoke? I'm trying to think. I don't want to sound stupid about this, but... um. <laughs> So does Snoke have anything to do with the Empire then, or? Uh, he. I think he mostly was just that he he was a leader of the First Order. I'll so just say I like how. I like how, you know, Snoke was like a separate thing than just a continuation of yeah. that. I liked how Luke's defeated this enemy, but now. This new enemy has yeah, arisen. I mean, the the Force Awakens starts with the First Order's a thing. It's yeah. been going on for a bit now. So that means there clearly was some new leader. Some like so. I like didn't... how it's not just like a continuation of the Empire. Like, yeah, it, I mean, it, it it's a new. Is, I mean, well, it's... I mean, each each trilogy has a different thing. Yeah, because it, the prequels have the Sith. Yeah. Not the Empire. The original truly has the Empire, and now there's the First Order, so... I, I, mean, I liked how it's separate. I don't think you really need an origin for Snoke. Yeah, it, you, you don't need an origin. Would it have been cool if they had come up with something? Sure, but it's not yeah, necessary. I, like, I'm not saying I would have hated it if they had said he was secretly someone, like... Yeah, I mean... I just think that they would have to... He was to, a, a stormtrooper that Luke shot when yeah, Rex... They, they would have to earn it a bit more. And I just didn't see that there was enough there to have earned it to me. I feel like it doesn't matter in the end. Yeah. If he, he had been he's some, dead. If he, so. Or is he? Mm, he could come back I with mean, like spider legs and it's just his torso. I think someone made that joke before. I, I, mean, I, I Shout Andy out Circus, to whoever said that first. Andy Circus is just like, I don't know, is he coming yeah. back? I hope he doesn't come back because... <laughs> He's dead. Let's not undo it. But I think, like, had he been someone, I've been fine with it. If he's not someone, yeah. I'm fine with it. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it just wasn't, doesn't really matter for it me. It didn't matter to me. So, do you have another point? Um. Well, this could be real quick. Uh, I thought Kylo had an interesting story in the film, and I liked how with one of the problems that they had was how um, Ky Kylo and Ray are both having trouble with who's supposed to be their mentor. Yeah. Like, um, these guys have been in, like, a conflict for, uh, how long? Well, it's been a while, like, how uh, long have Luke and, well, however long Luke and Snoke have been against each other, and now kind of their mentorees are disagreeing, and now they're kind of trying I mean, to come together? I mean, that's, uh, I mean, it all at least happened within 30 years. I don't know the exact timeline, so. Yeah, I liked, I, I just, I liked how, um, Kylo's story was kind of similar to Ray's about how he he's not happy with his mentor, Ray's not happy with the mentor, and then they try to come together and it doesn't work out. Yeah. So that's a real quick thing. I just want to say one of my favorite scenes in the movie, it, it might be my, well, it's one of them. Yeah. One of my favorite scenes was when Luke goes to the Millennium Falcon and R2 is oh, there yeah. and he plays the message. And it's like, that once again, cheap. it goes full circle. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. That was great. Um, actually, since we're, uh, since we're, uh, talking about Luke and nostalgic moments in the movie, one of my other favorite scenes that 
I actually totally didn't expect, actually, was the return of Yoda. Yes! I loved that scene. Now, were you like me and thought, yeah, it's cool they made that CGI look like a puppet? Um, I is they used it a, a, I think they might have used a puppet and put it in. Yeah, right? but when I first saw it, I didn't realize it was a puppet. I thought we're gonna be expensive, but I I liked how I, lo- I loved how it looked because I think CGI Yoda looks really stupid. Yeah, I liked how um I guess it was a puppet. So I think it, I think they probably green screened a puppet and plopped it into the, into the movie. I liked how when you'll be able to watch them, it fits more versus. Wow, Yoda looks real different in this. Yeah. He goes back to the way he was in Clone Wars. But I really liked how um, I liked how they had the puppet. I liked the yeah. design of Yoda. I liked mm-hmm. how they brought him back. Yeah, it just you know, it's it's a little, it's a fun little thing to have, and it made sense yeah. to have Luke kind of like has lost his way to have his mentor come yeah. back. So then Luke can mentor Ray. So yeah, I really liked uh, Yoda in the movie. I loved. I mean, <laughs> he. I mean. Oh, this also reminded me of something. Yeah. I think it was important to remind people of Force Ghosts because it shows Luke's Right, yeah, back. yeah, it establishes it again. Um, I mean, yeah, the whole thing was just, like, su- such an amazing, amazing scene to me. Just uh, the whole, like, uh, everything the girl needs, she like, she already has kind of thing. So, like, don't care so much about the Jedi texts. The sacred texts! <laughs> and also... Um, my two, just my two favorite lines Yoda said. First of all, just the page turners, they were not. <laughs> I love that. And uh, then his last little line there, which just felt like it felt like a send off to me. I don't what think we're was getting his line? the last line he said was, uh, uh, We are what they grow beyond. That is the, the, the burden of all masters. The, true burden of all master but yeah it was kind of a nice little final statement of kind of showing like now luke knows what it was like to be to be in yoda's (laughs) position and they just kind of have that connection and i feel like you know yoda's probably not going to be back in 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 nine well i'll say something about nine i don't know how true it is but i just just got a feeling yeah for nine but we'll talk about that at the end of this yeah which is now longer than i thought it would be yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, world. You proved me wrong again. Yep. Yeah, it, it happens. So, so who, who who just did their point? Was In a bit, I just added to yours. I have a quick one, so I'll just say... Okay. I just want... I wrote this because I thought it would be funny because it, f- it feels like one that people uh, would get mad about. So... Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure, though. I'm not sure of the total reception on this. I'm surprised how much I actually really liked the Porgs. Because they're just like it's. It seems like an obvious little marketing thing to have these cute things that you can sell stuff of. But it was just delightful to me. Hans' pet Chewie now has a pet. Yeah, I just the porg. The porgs are great. I, I support the porgs. I I, I said I one hundred percent. I'm in support of the porgs. Porgs, there's something like. I, I'm sold on it. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't hate the boards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, I thought it could have been an annoying thing. Yeah, it could have been really annoying and forced feeling, it, and it, it didn't feel that way to me. It just, I, I'm in support, so you can. That's so all I had to this say. one's probably quick. Um, yeah, I really liked, as we mentioned multiple times, I liked the Ray and uh, Kylo Ren fight scene. I also liked the yeah. final thing between Luke and uh, Kylo. Kind of like this was the scene where we got. The Luke that people have been wanting since Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah. And 
So yeah, I really I thought that scene was cool. Yeah, you know, just there were a lot of people who kid. there are a lot of people who are mad that they didn't clash lightsabers. Like, well, it's still, it was like it still come is on. It's kind a, of an action. It's a lightsaber scene. duel in a way. Like, yeah, you come on. They're both ignited. I think. Yeah, <clears throat> it is an action scene. So, yeah, I really liked the that the I, scene. I I loved that. scene. I was satisfied. Yeah, me too. I I loved that scene, and uh, I. I'm always an idiot with picking up on twists. I'm always like, I didn't see that coming. I'm really stupid in that regard. Uh, and this followed through. I didn't see it coming. <laughs> I was just like, he looks different. Huh, weird. I thought they were going to M. Night Shyamalan it when he put the thing. <laughs> I thought, oh my, he's been dead this whole time? Oh, no, I actually, I thought, that, I actually for a second thought he was dead even when Ray was talking to him. And I, <laughs> and I was like, no, that's... Like, I, it don't for a second I thought that too, like, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's that was a great scene. I don't know, I don't know where we are now. Okay. Um, I, I also I I loved the uh, the uh, force connection between Ray and Kylo Ren. Um, I because it was to me it was a really fantastic way to link and have communication between characters where you really aren't gonna get a good way for them to properly communicate otherwise because they're in completely different places. There's like how else are they gonna be one on one and have communication and that that force connection was a really interesting way. Plus, to Plus, having that. them talk kind of gives like a reason for them when they turn yeah. into mentors to come together. Yeah, it gives them that human connection of uh, and they're both people who like. Uh, don't have a lot of human connection and they have this one similar thing that kind of brings them together. Um, and I thought that was, uh, that was really interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, that's, that's just something I, I, I fall, I fall on liked. Uh, I feel like this is, it's a very, Star Wars has always been very character driven, but like, this is just more of that. It's, it's, uh, some well done character driven plot there. So, that's my point. Do you have anything else? Um, well, now we get to uh, um, what I didn't like. All right. All right. So, as I said earlier, I think the two and a half hour runtime was a mistake. And I felt it made certain scenes feel really dragged out. And I honestly believe that cutting 15 to 30 minutes of the movie would have made it better. Yeah. Like, I mean, it would have brought, for, in my opinion, from a 7 out of 10 to a 9 out of 10. Cutting 15 to 30 minutes, so... Did you feel anything was dragged um, out? Are you loved you gave it a ten out out of ten. Uh, you, I mean I probably give any? I don't know if I gave it I I don't remember what I said. I think I'd give it like a nine or, or something. So like did that, you have but, did you ever feel like it was dragged out or cause this is significant well, I don't know if it is the longest Star Wars movie. Yeah, it is. And um, I really hope that nine isn't this long. And, uh, I guess it didn't like I wasn't really like, oh my god, this is way too long. But I did feel it at times where I was like, maybe they could have done this more efficiently. I, and I, I definitely felt that. I also felt that with, like, I almost, like, I almost, like, it, it almost seemed, like, possible to cut the character DJ a little bit. Yes. Like, it felt like that was maybe my least favorite new character. It, and it's like, I get it. It's showing this neutral, like... I don't. I don't know if it would be possible to cut him. I'm not a movie maker. Did you hear what the original plan might have been? What to have Lando in his place? Ah, interesting. 
I would prefer that. That w- that actually would have been good because I don't know, like it just I didn't like his character. I didn't I didn't totally get it. I didn't think the performance was that good either. Yeah, it was kind of like they added like a he had a like weird speech quirk just to make him seem different yeah. and like a re- memorable character, but um I actually I had to go to the bathroom really bad my, during my first <laughs> viewing and one of his scenes came up and I was like, all right, this is my time. <laughs> it was right after the Yoda scene where I was like, okay, I got a good scene in this character's up. I'm going to go so to the you bathroom. Left uh, well, I, in the I, middle of the movie. Well, no, to just go to the bathroom. I to, know, but you, you actually, and the second time I know what scene I missed and I was like, yeah, they could have cut that. I, <laughs> I never, I would, I would have held it. No, I, I actually, I really couldn't. <laughs> I, yeah, it's a two and a half hour movie. Yeah. I, 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 I felt like I wasn't going to enjoy the rest of it if I like I really had to go and I was really glad I did because um there were some ama- some amazing scenes after that that I didn't want to be suffering through. Um I felt like because I felt <laughs> the two and a half hour runtime was so long that by the time you know, before the right before the Luke and Kylo scene, I was like I'm ready to go home, guys. Let's just wrap this up. Yeah. Um, I I do feel like this is almost something that will be a little bit more tolerable when you can just, like, watch it at home and yeah. take it in chunks. Um, because, like, I don't mind long run times at all. And I even, like, I mean, like, I like extended editions. Some of these scenes in here, like, I would be like, the movie that I got, personally, I would like that because I also know that, you know, they can't, redo some stuff that um, oh they, they can well, as I mean, we know yeah. the special editions yeah that yeah that's true they, they should add in way way more special yes. effects and they should make the the casino scene even noisier with oh just my things God. thrown and around everywhere ha- have what was you know the aliens the from just, return of the jedi that goes uh, um yeah my least favorite part of the entire original trilogy, honestly, is the 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 cantina in Return of the Jedi, which was not there originally. Yeah, I know that part is like, wow, that is jarring. But um, yeah, they should add that. Yeah, it'll it'd be again for me. It it didn't take it down that much at all. Uh, it was more to me. What you know, I guess I look at it. It wasn't the runtime. It was what they chose to put in the runtime. Yeah, obvious. I mean, I guess that's kind of an obvious statement, but. I wasn't thinking of it as like this is too long. I was thinking these could have been different to make it feel better for I the think, whole length. I uh, think one of the things like mate one of the problems with Halo Run has I liked the Luke and I liked the uh Kylo and Ray stuff, but the other subplots I didn't care for. Yeah, that that seems to be a lot of people's <laughs> opinions. I didn't like hate those like a lot of people. Like there are a lot of people who just hate the character Rose. And like she felt like a little filler of a character like they needed someone to go adventure with finn but i didn't hate her like she was fine like it was you know it's not like it's not like i can imagine someone going that's my favorite star wars character rose, rose. but it's like she should have been the last jedi <laughs> yeah but it was like she's fine they had a good chemistry with finn and all but it was just it was my, it was also my least favorite subplot of the movie but that's fine to me um <clears throat> Uh, what, God, there was another thing I saw in here that I was going to say. DJ, um, I lost it. 
I can't find the spot anymore. Do you have anything else? <laughs> um, I I honestly really did not like Finn and Rose's story. I thought it was like dull and boring. It reminded me of the prequels. It was a shame because of the three new characters, Finn was my favorite in The Force Awakens. So yeah, that is like it kind of goes into my thing of where I was a little disappointed that I didn't see that same type of character chemistry uh, because of throwing Finn with a new character instead of, uh, of instead of which I thought he had much better chemistry and it was much more fun to see him with Ray and BB-8. Oh, he was with BB-8 in this, but I just thought um, like the story they were they were doing was not interesting. Well, that oh yeah, that is actually what I was going to get into is was that. It did help establish one of the key themes in the movie, but that could have been done without adding so much runtime. I think uh, their and that scenes is, felt the most yeah, dragged out. Yeah, and that and that is that the theme of this movie seemed to be failure. That every character failed in some way, and they had to just get past the fact that they failed. Luke failed Ben Solo in a way by like having that conflict, um, and. Uh, the resistance failed pretty hard by losing almost everybody. Yeah. They like really had a tough time there. Everything got blown up. Uh and um Finn Rose and Poe and they failed their mission. And um uh yeah, so it feeds into the theme of failure, which I thought was a great theme. I loved that, you know, just it didn't need to be a whole like a giant subplot. Like, you know, I don't know. I, yeah, I definitely I, I agree. I definitely agree that that could have been done differently. Yeah. So, um, probably the last thing, and I've I've mentioned it before, is I love the Luke stuff in this movie, but I felt it wasn't like what Han had, where Han felt like a co lead with them. yeah. This it felt he felt like a secondary character or like a guest star, right? Who um, was busy doing something else. <laughs> yeah, that meant, yeah. So, I mean, again, we're gonna. It's not like with Han. Maybe it's different because Han was only in one movie and Luke will be in two. Yeah, I. I mean, if he's in nine, I might. I mean, again, we're gonna get into this more, but I don't think he'll be in it that much. Yeah, like he, if he's a Force ghost, he's barely gonna be. But in I it. wonder what happens if. Maybe if, like, once we have the whole trilogy, maybe, like, over two movies, Luke's screen time will be the same amount that Han had in that one movie. Yeah, and but also considering the, the runtime, uh, uh, it probably isn't that different, really. Yeah. I mean, he, Han was a much more major character, but, but still... Um, yeah, that's basically my points. So, did you have anything else, or did you want to go to what's next? Yeah, I'll just kind of look through this and see if there's anything I missed. And um, yeah, like I said, my two favorite moments of this movie, and some of just the the best Star Wars move- moments that I just I people should appreciate these moments. <laughs> like I said, we're the 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 Kylo Ren and Rey facing off against the Praetorian guards after Snoke was cut in half was just as far as like action scenes in the star wars series goes that that's up there that is an amazing scene to me and just the the cinematic choice with the uh light speed launch into the first order ship um which actually uh, another scene didn't a lot of people were also i actually didn't write this down but a lot of people were disappointed that um captain phasma still didn't get any more um and to me it's like 
I think Captain Phasma is a character that has such a cool design that I want to know more. She's the Boba Fett. But that's exactly <laughs> it. She's you're just we're just not going to know that much about Captain do Phasma. You think, and that's fine to me. Do you think she's dead this time because that's I thought she died in Force Awakens. A lot Awakens, of people were saying and I was wrong. A lot of people were thinking that she was um dead for good this time, but I don't know. I really I think maybe maybe a lot of people would think it would be stupid if she comes back again, but I wouldn't mind it. I think it would be kind of a funny yeah. goof almost. Like it would be kind of fun like <laughs> Plus it'd be like Looking at this as a trilogy, it'd be a cool way to kind of wrap up Finn's story. Yeah, yeah. He, <clears throat> yeah, they, I mean, I, it, it really... We th- we thought she died. She, we thought yeah. she went into a trash compactor and died. So she, I don't know if she's dead. Did they ever explain how she got out? I don't think so. Oh. I mean... The but, force. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not too much of a, a plot guy. I don't care. <laughs> I just, you know, she's cool. She's back. <laughs> That's all that matters. I don't, I don't care. Um... And, uh, yeah, I had then my list of things I was slightly iffy about. I went over a couple. And then there was the, there's the scene, that, another scene that is, you know, has a lot of people talking was the, the Leia flying through space and actually turning out to have survived. This is something on the first watch. I was, I was like, oh, like I actually had a moment where I was like, is this movie going <laughs> to suck? Like I actually was really j- jarring to me. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> The second viewing, and after thinking about it more, I'm actually fine with it now. Did they ever? They never showed anything like that in the original. Well, that, that's the thing is that because um, I'm not the most enormous Star Wars fan, and I don't know all this deep lore and stuff. But I apparently there are a lot of people who knew that Leia had has has force sensitivity, but they've never shown it in a movie before. So I think a lot of people actually are happy that they finally showed Leia using the force. Oh, here's one thing. I'll say that's disappointing, but there was no way to know this in advance. Yeah. It's a little disappointing that in Leia's, Carrie Fisher's last Star Wars movie, she was unconscious for a big chunk of it. I mean, I think that, um, I think that they probably... And there was no way they could have known what was going to happen, but... Yeah, I know, but, but I, I, yeah, I think that, doesn't it seem like, like, this was the movie that they were going to make, even, like, no matter what? Like, even if she hadn't have died, it seems like this is what would have happened. Yeah, they like said this that, was their they plan. said that they weren't going to change episode eight. Okay, yeah, okay, that's what I that's what I figured. Um, so it is kind of weird to know, like, what are they going to do from here? I don't know. But yeah, they they had no way of knowing, so I just like to look at it like that. I just like to look at. I it I mean, like, that's why I didn't bring it up yeah. as like a complaint. It's just they had no way of knowing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that's something that was. I don't. I don't mind anymore. So, that that's all of my points, really. Um. So, so we can get into what do we think is coming next? What's coming next? All Episode right. nine, directed so, by J.J. Abrams. Yes, <laughs> as you are so excited, um, and apparently more people are more excited now. Yeah, because <laughs> I've never—it's been years since I've heard such nice things about the Force Awakens. <laughs> so, did you have anything? I only have like one thing I think is going to happen. So, I mean, I think that we're going to. I think we're going to see a bit more uh, confliction, I think. I'm glad that we're going to see more Ray and Finn. I, I mean, I think that's I think that's going to happen. I think we're certainly going to... I think it's going to be a bit more of a fun team thing, for part of it at least, more similar to The Force Awakens. Not in terms of plot, but like, you know, they're all together again. Yeah. So that's what I'm looking forward to the most, really, is the hope that, you know, the gang's together. So I have one prediction. It's just a feeling. Okay. 
And I think it'd be cool to see. I don't know how how you'll feel about this or anyone yeah. else will feel. Yeah. But they said this trilogy will wrap up all three trilogies. Yeah. Now, we know Luke will be a Force ghost in here. But I think during the final battle between Kylo and Rey, you'll see Force ghosts of so many Jedis throughout <laughs> the trilogy. It's going to be a giant battle. I think it's going to be like, um, she's going to be like, I'm not alone. And you'll see Luke and everyone from Obi-Wan oh. to Yoda to Mace Windu. <laughs> Oh. To um, Qui Gon Jinn, to Obi Wan, to uh, even like his his idol Darth Vader, yeah. aka uh, Anakin, will be there. Yeah. I think they'll um, they'll all kind of like combine and give her like the force power to de- yeah. to defeat him. So yeah, um, here's something I just thought of this. What if there's like another new Jedi, like someone? Because I mean, the whole thing was like you know. Um, I, uh, and I will not have been the last Jedi. Like, Rey is actually the last Jedi. But is she? So where are they going to go with that is my, what I'm wondering. There maybe there's going to be some, I'm you guessing. You think she'll train another one? No, or? I guess what I'm thinking is maybe it'll only be just be hinted at, but there's, there's probably going to be something to show. And I guess they already did this at the very last scene of, uh, of the last Jedi. <clears throat> Somehow show that the Jedi are coming back. Yeah. I think that that's probably it'll end that way in some way, show that the Jedi are coming back. Um, but I, I, cause I haven't thought about it. I don't know how they are going to do that. Oh, so I also have another prediction. Yeah. I think that's going to mirror the end of return of the Jedi where the first order is defeated. Mm-hmm. And I think that it will end with just like how Luke saw, uh, Obi-Wan Yoda and, and Anakin. Anakin. I think... Saw Hayden... You know, he saw Hayden oh, Christensen. Yes. <laughs> you mean? You mean... No, yeah, I think it will bad. end where Luke and the Force goes to Leia and somehow, uh, somehow through the Force, he'll be able to bring out back Han. So he'll have like a little cameo. I think it will end yeah. with them looking proud like, hey, we're gone, but the universe is safe with them. Yeah. Um... Just, it's not going to be like a whole big thing. I think, just, they'll, yeah. they'll look over and you'll see like a nod from Luke and all of them together. And that's a way to bring Carrie I, I don't know. If they, I don't know if they do something so exact, but at the same time, you know, I guess JJ's directing again. He yeah. might, might want to be super nostalgic again. We don't know. So um, I also think something is going to happen. I think what we saw at the end of The Last Jedi, I, I'm pretty sure one thing we're going to see is the First Order trying to deal with not having a leader and Kylo Ren oh, yeah. trying to fill that hole, but Hux also trying to fill it. Yeah. So there's going to be this like back and forth between Kylo and, and, and... Could Hux team up with like Rey and them to defeat and then like he'll turn? Yeah, but I mean, there's another possibility. I know you really don't think so, but there's another possibility of where Kylo Ren could turn instead. I don't think so. I mean, I don't think it's impossible. And I, I personally wouldn't think it's that stupid, even though it's a little bit too much like the past stuff. But yeah, I, I don't think that General Hux seems like enough of a main bad guy. He definitely like he definitely doesn't seem like enough of a main bad guy for that to be the case. But I do think that there's going to be both of them being like, trying to fill that space the the hole in leadership in the first order i think that's that's mainly what i think is going to happen i really don't know how it's going to end up so we have nine coming out yeah 
what do you want to happen after nine? What do you think they should do? Not looking at like story. I mean, like as filmmakers, what should they do? So after nine's nine? over. What do they do next? What happens I, next? What should they do? Um, like we talked. I talked a little bit about how I think about earlier, but what do you think they should do after nine? I personally, I don't care whether they ca- call it episode ten. I don't care whether they call it something else entirely. I'd like them to have new Star Wars movies that aren't this story anymore, which I guess is what we were talking about earlier. Um, I I don't know how I feel about the same like. If it's like a new trilogy and now it's going to be Ray and Finn and Poe back and it's continuing them, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I think what I would want the most is they're starting fresh as if like this is new Star Wars now. So I guess that's what I'd like to say. And and also I have to wonder where the antho- anthology films are going because yeah. I guess it would be slated that if there's going to be a third one, it would come out after right because okay so solo and then next year would be episode nine then the third anthology film would be after yeah that. so that's a little weird to me it would make me really wonder what that third one's going to I be i think they said it might be obi-wan i think that's just speculation though so well, i really i'll check real quick yeah i've heard that too but it's just i don't think it's confirmed yet and i think it also depends <laughs> On how Solo performs, because it's iffy how it's going to oh, perform. Oh, man. Where's uh, that trailer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, that's the question. It's like, are they are they going to continue with these anthology things? I don't know how long that's going to go. I guess I'm not up on it. And uh, the Ryan... Jo- what's the... Is the Ryan Johnson trilogy, it's if it untitled. happens... It's Is it... It's, it's not going to be. It's uh, not uh, part of the anthology. So series. maybe that's maybe after the anthology, it's gonna be. Oh, they said that right now it's just untitled anthology film. They don't know what. It okay. Is. It was gonna be a Boba Fett movie directed by Josh Trank, who did the last Fantastic Four movie. Oh, and but then, then and then yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, happened. They had to they had to they had to snuff out the directors <laughs> that uh. Uh, because like Colin Trevorrow uh, is another one yeah. where he came out with a pretty crappy movie, <laughs> and that, um, so yeah, I mean, I haven't honestly been thinking about that much about what I think is going to happen or what I want to happen in the future. I'm just taking it as it comes. So I, I've said earlier, I would like nine to be the end of the story. You know, even though I, I'd be fine if they did like a spinoff of it, he was like a race solo movie yeah. years later, but I feel like. Let's end the story here and just wrap it up, tie a nice little yeah. ball. I don't want 10, 11, 12, although it sounds like they might, they'll probably do I mean, that. again, I, w- I don't care if they call it that personally. I know It's just, like, throwing numbers on it. I don't care. Like I but, mean, like, I just feel like, let's just end the story. Let's yeah, wrap and, it up. and at the same time, even if they continue and make another trilogy that has Ray, Finn, Poe, uh, BB-8, if they're continuing that with 10, 11, and 12, I think I would be, as long as they're good, I'd be okay with that too. It's just maybe not necessarily what I'd prefer thinking about at this moment. But I'd So r- I'm really not caring that much. Honestly. I'd rather they just s- start with completely new characters, um, have, yeah, start with new characters, or, and I'll say it again, 
I would like Star Wars to reboot. Yeah. Yeah. With, um, cause I, you know, there's some people mad about replacing the old characters, yeah. but I feel like if you reboot, you can have, you know, your classic ones and then you can have like, here's one with the classic ones. Here's one with new characters and then they can cross if, over. If Solo turns out to be good, I think it would be really cool to, cause I'm, I'm personally really excited about Donald Glover being Lando. Just, huh. I just like Donald Glover, but, um. Yeah, if it were like that's the thing is like if it happens to I don't have that much faith in Solo to be honest for a lot <laughs> I, of reasons. I am not looking forward to <laughs> yeah, it, to be honest. Yeah, I'm really I just what I just said was basically the one thing I'm looking forward <laughs> to. Um so that's why I'm like I don't know if they're going to reboot because if this does bad and it very well might and people don't receive to the you know doing the old characters with the new actors well. well we might not get that. How do you think this new... How do you think 9 will do? Because now we've dropped from Force Awakens to the original cast. Now we've dropped to at least one actor, one original cast member with a small role. Um, I mean, I think that this is where it's been heading the whole time. I think, I think that's kind of the ideas we're transitioning to the new characters. So I think that that's kind of the purpose. And that's... But I don't... I don't think Nine's going to have the hype that the last two. Oh, had. right, right. So, um, how do you think this does box office wise? That's interesting because it, on one end, I don't know that much about box office stuff. Do third ones often do better than second ones? It's usually you know each movie gets better and better. Oh, really? Oh, well, yeah. I guess that I makes mean, sense. Force Awakens is different though. You can't really compare that. That was a once yeah, in a lifetime. Yeah, I know. Thing. That's that's kind of thing. I think that. What you're saying, I think one with it being the final one, and it, uh, that's bringing it up a bit. But I think you have a point there. With there's less of that nostalgia pull. They would probably have to. It's tough because I feel like if Luke comes back as a Force Ghost or something, they're not going to advertise that. Probably. Uh, I feel like they will. I guess they might have to because they need to. Yeah. Uh. I don't know what they're going to do there unless they get some other... Like, if they get Lando for this one or something, like, yeah. there isn't as big of a nostalgia pull. But I get, I just care about them making the best movie they can, so I'll, I'm going to see it. So. <laughs> so, last question on what I was proven wrong to be a full episode. All right. So, I remember hearing about this original George Lucas outline. I remember two things specifically. One was that the droids were going to be the only one to appear in all nine films. And that Luke would have a cameo as a Force Ghost in nine. So now, I'm wondering, how close do you think this actually is to the Lucas outline? Because looking at it now, it kind of makes me think it might be closer than we thought. They, maybe they're homaging it, but I don't know yeah. if they're following the exact plot points. I mean, I feel like maybe there's like... <laughs> They're taking some stuff from Yeah, it. they might be taking s some little... I mean, like, J.J. Abrams invented, like, like kind of conceptualized a lot in this, really, yeah. because, I mean, he, designed, he like, came up with Phasma, BB-8, um, the idea of Ray, I think. So it's a lot of new ideas. It's just, like, how much did he know about this other trilogy? I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, saying that, that it's lining up so far. Yeah. It seems that way. So, there we go with our Star Int Wars. Interesting. Last, 
Interesting. Jedi special. Absolutely. Here we go. And here I thought this was going to be a 20-minute episode. But, but that's the thing. We can't resist the rabbit hole. Yes. And I always, I always, you know, that's what happens when you also, you know, also talking about uh, uh, other movies that disappointed us. Yes. Our history with Star Wars. I even wrote a whole rabbit hole mm-hmm. episode for us to do because I thought it was going to be this short. You never know. One day. Because you can't. It's impossible. It's it's comment section where we keep falling yes, down that rabbit that hole. That rabbit hole is here and it's gonna stay. Absolutely. That's our Star Wars The Last Jedi episode. For those of uh, you still watching. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Those of you who have not smashed uh, something your that is computer. still managing to be shorter than the movie, but not actually yes. that far off. No. <laughs> <laughs> um so Tell us what we should have cut. What what part of this episode was the Canto Bite segment? What well, part of this episode was the Snoke Throne Room segment? Hmm. But who are they? We're, we're the comment section. Yes. They don't get to talk to us. No, they don't. That's the thing about this show. And there's another thing about this show. And that's that we, uh, we fall down that rabbit hole. Yes. And then we tell people to keep falling down that rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs>